0: Hi, and uh, welcome to Healing from the Holy Land. Today we are talking on the topic of the truth about posture. And when I talk about posture, I'm talking about the body-mind connection and how we hold ourselves speaks about how we feel about ourselves and our emotions, our emotions and our spirit are going to affect our physical body, and our physical body are gonna affect our emotions and our spirit. I'll give you a very simple example that we see when someone's hunched over. So there are a couple of things we can assume about them. One is low self-value. If they're hunched over, they're trying to hide their bodies, they're trying to hide themselves. Um, We sometimes see this with tall people who are trying to kind of shrink themselves Um, people with low self-esteem, people who are carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders. Those are a couple of reasons why people are hunched over. And if we keep ourselves in a place of being hunched over, we will continue with that value or lack thereof in our lives. And so if we stand up straighter and work to correct our posture and keep our head high and our shoulders back, our view of ourselves and the world will change. We will no longer feel burdened, and we will see greater value in ourselves. The two go hand in hand. So we can affect the mind, when I say mind, I mean mind, spirit, emotions, by altering the way we hold our bodies, and we can affect our bodies by the way we think and believe. So a person can either stand up straighter to affect the way they hold their, you know, they value themselves, to affect the way they look at the burdens in life, the challenges that God gives them, or they can also say, I now accept my challenges with love. I value myself 100%. I completely love and accept myself. And they will also then start standing up straighter. So part of the beauty of holistic healing and the whole perspective of the holistic world is this body-mind connection and that we can come at things from various ways. If someone wants to look to heal something in the body, they can work through the body and they can also work through the psyche. And... It just creates a multitude of options to help someone. And one of the ways I have seen very effective for helping the body be freed of pain or dysfunction is to help someone heal their beliefs. And when they heal their beliefs, then their body heals. Because again, the two are gonna be connected. So if someone has consistent pain in their neck or in their knee, you find the source within their mind, spirit, emotions that's resonating in their bodies as the pain, and then you clear the pain. You can also work to clear the pain through physical means, and that will also cleanse the, body, the emotions and the spirit. So when we talk about the body-mind connection, There's, let's start with posture. I've seen with working with people um, that a tarsal release can greatly affect the posture, right? A lot of people have flat feet or high arches and it reflects how they take life. Um, So people with flat feet are using more of their foot to meet with the ground as they bear their weight in walking and that creates heaviness for the body not lightness you would think oh more area more surface area is hitting the ground so it's easier for the body to carry itself but the arch is not supposed to meet with the ground and when it does it means that the body is kind of caving inwards the knees are falling inward and then the hips are being bent towards the knees inward and the posture of the shoulders and the neck will follow suit. And uh, if someone is standing with their arches too high, then they're gonna be stepping too much on the sides of their feet, the outer sides of their feet, and there's not gonna be enough contact with the ground, and that can also affect their posture to the opposite side. The knees will be outer um, facing. They'll be more of a wider um, angle and uh, to the outside and that will affect the joints of the hip which will also affect up to the neck and head, etc. So having proper stance helps people know where they stand in this world. Are they giving themselves too much weight? Are they carrying too many burdens, weighing them down, creating that flat footedness? or is there too much um, uh, leniency in their body do they not have strong boundaries to allow that arch to stay in its strength in its um, in its boundaried area and so the boundaries collapse and touch the ground too much and that softens things too much and doesn't allow the person to stand strong in who they are or is it the opposite that they have too strong boundaries, and so their arches are too rigid, and they're not meeting with the earth enough, they're not grounding enough, their energy is moving forward, as opposed to landing softly um, in proper rhythm. So the point is that the ramifications of how we hold ourselves is mind-blowing and again with something as simple as a tarsal release the way someone's foot touches the ground which is the basis of our existence if right we stand in our space and for so many people I mean for everyone that's more than just where we physically stand it's how we own the space we stand in Some people don't own their space. They feel like they don't really deserve to have a space here. They don't really deserve to take up room. And so they stay silent. They allow other people to take power over them. They allow themselves to be used as pawns. They don't um, actualize their potential because they feel like they don't really own their space here. And other people take too much they allow themselves too much space and they take over other people's space. So again, having that balance at the tarsals, sorry, the tarsals are the bones. Um, just like in the wrist, we have carpals, those small bones that where the wrist meets up with the arm. So there are tarsals where the foot meets up with the um, calf. And those bones, when they're aligned properly, The rest of the foot lays in proper posture. So where we meet with the ground, where we see ourselves holding our stance in this world, where we stand, where we own the space that God put us in, God put us here. He didn't put us here to keep ourselves tiny. He didn't put us here to keep ourselves to ourselves. He put us here to shine our light, to own our space, to stand on this earth where he put us and do his work by shining our light, our unique light into this world. And we can't do that if we're hunched over. And we can't do that if we have lenient boundaries or over-exaggerated boundaries. And so having that tarsal um, alignment can change someone's stance in this world, can change the way they see themselves and the way other people will see them. them following their dreams and being able to actualize their great potential. Something that can take literally five minutes to do. So that's one example. Another example, right? Just This is something that just came up because it's also so simple. It can also be just a few minutes. People who have continuous... Um, Uh, either like uh, nasal drips, or um, they're congested a lot, or they have uh, chronic snoring, Um, there's a simple release that can be done at the nose where uh, small bones, small delicate bones, in a very, very important place, if they're released and they're in their balance, then... Someone can just breathe more easily, have easy passage through their nose, have easy air passage through their nose, stop snoring, which can help them sleep better, help whoever's in the room with them sleep better. And then, you know, you can also add in, well, why aren't they able to have air pass easily through them that should be passing easily through them? There's a million examples, um, but I want to share a couple of more uh, connections here. You know what? Maybe I'll do another whole podcast. There are areas of the body that are connected to each other. Um, all right, I'll go there now. Um, so, for instance, TMJ, okay, which is pain in the mandibles in the um. The temporal mandibular joint which is right in front of our ears where our jaw meets up with our skull the lower jaw meets up with the skull and um, there's a painful condition called TMJ which means that there's tightness around the uh, joints capsule and the joint can dislocate the mandible can come out of uh, its socket yes, Painful, uncomfortable, clicking involved, restriction on eating um, hard foods uh, can cause um, disturb. It's a chronic pain condition, so it can cause disturbance in personality and in sleep, in, in irritability, etc. It can also um, be something, the tension there can also lead to migraines, neck pain, postural issues. It is also known that issues in the jaw can reflect issues in the pelvis and vice versa. Issues in the pelvis can reflect issues in the jaw. So now I'm not saying this as a blanket statement. If someone has TMJ, it doesn't necessarily mean what I'm about to say, but there is a connection between sexual assault or some sort of sexual harassment and neck or throat issues. And someone who feels the need to be clenched at their pelvis for guarding themselves can also have clenching at their mouths. Now, again, that does not mean that everyone who has TMJ or clenching of the teeth has, God forbid, had sexual assault. And this is sensitive material here. I don't want people to assume, but I'm bringing this up because of the connection of the body-mind, we can work at the jaw to release issues in the pelvis. And we can also work at the pelvis to release issues in the jaw. So someone who's been through a sensitive traumatic incident doesn't need to be touched in the area of the trauma in order to have the healing take place. So we can work at the jaw on similar notes, we can work at the elbow to help with issues at the knee if working at the knee is too painful. We can work at the xiphoid process, which is at the bottom of the sternum, sternum in order to help heal the coccyx if working at the coccyx is either too painful or uncomfortable or hasn't brought enough results um, for the client. So there are these Areas in the body that are like mirror images of each other, which by working with one, you can affect the other. And this also works with body-mind connection because if there's an area that's too painful emotionally, for someone, someone might not even feel pain, right? Like, I can tell you from personal experience that years of standing in the warrior stance... And keeping my pelvis in a tight, war- the warrior stance means, you know, the typical warrior stance where your legs are slightly sl- um, spread apart, your pelvis is slightly um, pushed forward, your chest is slightly pushed forward, and like your arms are holding a sword, wielding a sword. So your shoulders are constantly working, your back is totally, you know, always um, at the ready to prep- to. Um, defend oneself, to attack, and the pelvis holds itself tight so that it's also in a, a at the ready um, in case it's necessary for someone to attack or to protect themselves. You now, I've met so many people who stand in the stance not because they've ever been physically um, some people, yes, have been physically made to feel threatened, but also some people emotionally or mentally have felt like they need to take on extra protective layers, um, and we'll see this especially in women, but not only in women, where the sacrum moves forward and stays tight in that forward spot. And that can cause a lot of disharmony, it can cause um, symphyseolysis in pregnancies, and um, It can cause rigidity in the shoulders, um, in the spine, Uh, it affects the hips, there's a lot of different things, so again by just, and also in the TMJ, right, someone whose sacrum is going to be that far forward and whose pelvic muscles are holding their sacrum so tightly like that, there's very likely going to be a reflection in the jaw, not always, but likely in some way, whether very badly, you know, like bad cases of TMJ or neck pain or migraines or some slightly. So the point is that when someone works to release their sacrum, the rest of the warrior posture will also relax. And releasing the sacrum can be done through manual touch and trigger points around sacral border. It can be done by standing pigeon-toed with the toes pointed in. That automatically breaks that tight posture and forces the sacrum backward. It can be done by lying in the bed and feeling that you're allowing your lower back to just sink down. You'll notice that you're so holding yourself that you're not able to relax your pelvis and your hips. And your low back is arched away from the bed and slowly you'll feel like you'll be able to come down and meet up the the arch of your back of your low back will be able to meet up with the bed and you'll feel your sacrum lowering down towards the bed and doing that unwinds the shoulders releases the hips releases the TMJ etc for someone who's been in that stance for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, it can take time and it can take work. And it takes a while also to teach the body to step out of that stance and to not go back into it and to not be triggered back into it. But it's incredible what happens because beyond the physical aspects, chances are that anyone who's been standing in a warrior stance for any number of years whether it's a few or tens of years, has some sort of chronic fatigue. And now that they can let go of being in warrior stance and recognize that they no longer, most, most of these people, the trauma no longer exists, but they were put in fight and flight at whatever age and they've stayed there. So when you undo that mentality of the warrior stance, they can let go of all of those protective shields and all of that extra masculine tools that they've taken on themselves, and their whole energy relaxes, and they will have more energy available for other things in life. They'll feel like they've woken up, like all of a sudden they're able to get double the amount of stuff done in a day, etc. So it can break chronic fatigue. There's so many different ways that I could keep going on with examples, but we're out of time for this session. For this episode, if you'd like to hear more about this, then please shoot me an email at at healingfromtheholyland.gmail.com and and if you also have any topics that you'd like to hear me talk about, then please send me an email and uh, in the meantime I'd like you to walk away from this episode understanding that if there's something going on in your body, it's telling you something. Our body, if our posture is not perfectly aligned, it's telling us something. And understanding the lessons that our body is teaching us, that's what I do. I come in to a healing session as a, an interpreter, shall we say. Um, as someone who comes in and listens unconditionally with no judgment. And help someone understand. I bridge the communication between the client and their body. And help them fully understand what's going on. And in that way, release their pain physically and emotionally spiritually. Beautiful process. And um, anyway, that is the magic of holistic body work and an intuitive healing session. And uh, my contact information will be in the blurb attached to this podcast. And I hope that, um, that you enjoyed your listening and uh, your time with me. And uh, that's it. I'm going to sign off with a good evening, a blessing of good evening to you. And um, here's to your health.